fuck. Fuck you, you fucking fuck, you fuck. Fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck off. Fuck off. No, you fuck off. You fuck off and die. Fuck you, you fuck. You go fuck a big rubber penis. <laughs> and? <laughs> Whatever you and the rubber penis decide <laughs> to do after that is totally up to you. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Off Time Drive. My name is Tyler Pino. What, did you forget for a second there? What the I, fuck was that? I did. I was like, which one am I? Am I the Mexican? Good evening. My name is Michael Holler. And today, we've got nothing to talk about, really. We're both sick with colds. Yeah, well, I'm sick with lots of things. Um, mostly cold, somewhat herpes, somewhat AIDS. It's a dark time for Mr. Pino here. Salmonella. Ebola also as well, I believe. Yeah, I've been bleeding from my eyes, butthole. (laughs) Really, just all of the holes. It's a dark time for Mr. Pino. So how was your week, eh, my right. lovely co-host? School started, so that's, that's all right. <laughs> you, said that, you said that last week, too. Yeah. Well, now school has officially how many been times, going. How many times can school really start, Michael? All depends. How many years have I been alive? There's been many times where school starts, and then school ends, and then school starts up again. How are, how's, cl- how's class? You it's, go to class? I do go to class. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know, you're what, like 50 years old? You haven't been to... Many classes. Uh, yeah. In a while. Well, what came out this week? Well, what we have today is, uh, well, I assume we're releasing this on Sunday, is mm-hmm. the uh, the Super Bowl, or as I like to... Oh, this is going to be, their, I guess, our Super Bowl episode. Yeah, or as, I, or as I like to refer to it, the other shit that's on when the Puppy Bowl is playing. <laughs> the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> But, the um, fuck is the puppy bowl? You don't know what that is, seriously? No. It, it's 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 a two-hour program that stretches the length of the Super Bowl on no. the Animal Planet, where they literally take a little like dog pen that looks like the uh, the Super Bowl arena and just put a bunch of puppies in it and they just play around really? for two hours. And they don't do they play football? No, they just kind of wander around each other, <coughs> hump each other's legs and whatnot. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty adorable. So like but, they uh, just film it. It's just like a bunch of dogs probably pissing and shitting. Yeah, yeah. And sniffing each other. Yeah. And fucking. Probably not. No, because they're puppies. They're oh well, that's true. But um, but yeah, no. Great thing about this weekend is we will get to see the answers to the questions we've all been asking, which is of course which movie studios give enough of a shit to spend four million dollars on a 30-second TV spot for their latest release. And the answer is all of them, probably. There's going to be an Avengers spot. No, there's not. Really? Yeah. Disney is, once again, staying out of the Super Bowl. Well, fuck them. Actually, no, that's not true. They are airing Super Bowl spots, but it's for Tomorrowland. Oh. 
Why? I I don't know. With I, the theme park? Yeah. Well, the no, the uh, the film coming out with George Clooney. Uh. Yeah, which looks interesting. Granted, we've seen. What's that about? What ten seconds of footage? I've seen no seconds of footage. Yeah. Well, we see about ten seconds of footage, and this girl finds a badge. A badge. A, a, a badge. She a finds a, a vagina <laughs> inside of an ankle. <laughs> she finds a badge that has a T ah, on it, and she touches it, so and it, it brings her to the future. Uh, and George Clooney is there, and he's just talking about the future. I, I honestly have no idea what this movie's he's about. He's just like, no more Jews. <laughs> Jews are gone. <laughs> no, it's Mel Gibson. That's Well, yeah, Mel Gibson film. directed the film. No, but... Um... It's George Clooney's <laughs> anti-Semitic rant. It's his pet project. He's like, in a perfect world. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of... Clooney's. Didn't he get married recently? Did he? I have no fucking idea. I don't care. I haven't given a <coughs> shit about George Clooney since he was in From Dust Till Dawn. That's was from before you were born. Yeah. And minimal shits were given at that time. Yeah. But um but no, we will get us we will get to see spots for Tomorrowland at uh the Super Bowl as well as for Kingsman Secret Service. That's supposed to be another big one that's coming out, uh, which I am very excited for. I loaned you, actually, that graphic novel, what, mm-hmm. four months ago? Before I went back to Florida. Yeah. So um, You're not getting it back. Yeah, how, how was that? Did you read that? No. Can you, can you, did you at least look at the pictures? No. All right. He gave me a lot of things, and I uh, burnt them all. Oh. <coughs> burnt them all! <coughs> I didn't want to become a were-Asian! Oh, oh my God, that got, that was hard to get out. <sighs> My throat hurts a lot, yeah. guys. I'm sorry. Well, it's it's just the black plague. He's gonna die, and you get it from rats. It would be the uh, way to get it in New York. Yeah, fairly. Yeah. That's how the uh, the T virus spread throughout Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. Transmission via rat. You'd think it would be be via raccoon. You know what I mean? Why call it Raccoon City if it's full of rats? Oh my god. Hey, are you excited for the uh, the Batman v Superman teaser though? Mm-hmm. What is that a thing? What? No, it's not. No. Not at all. Then We're still no. not getting a look at that film. What happened with that? Weren't they supposed to wasn't that supposed to come out soon? No. Okay. Warner Brothers does not like promotional material, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, unless it's with the Christopher Nolan film, in which case they will release a teaser two years before the film comes out. Right, and it'll just be fire. It'll just be dialogue. And then, yeah, somebody farting into a microphone. Yeah, pretty much. And hey, people will eat that shit up. Yep. The fart, not the microphone. Right. Well, the microphone that's covered in fart. Yeah, yeah. But that's because usually Michael Caine is speaking, and they're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's that, that British guy. The British guy in every movie. The size of a tangerine. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? What are, what are the, they? They posted a couple other teasers. Um, actually, Ted Two being one of them. Which really? I, yeah. Which I have not seen the first Ted. So really? I have it's not. not that bad. It's not that bad. You know, it's really not. I laughed a lot. Um. You know what else? The teaser. Fantastic Four. Did you see that? Uh, I did see that. What did you think? Uh. Well. <clears throat> Joshua Trank is the director, and the credit that I know him from is from directing Chronicle, 
which I yeah. did not particularly enjoy. Why does that trailer say something about Days of Future Past? Oh, because it's a Fox Studios film. Fox Studios. So they just say from the maker of Days of Future Past when it's just not true? Uh, no, from the studio that brought you Days of Future Past. And also, like, Friends with Benefits and also, <laughs> like, I don't know, 50 well, million other fucking horrible... Well, it's actually it's actually quite hilarious because when you see the trailer, and especially, like, in retrospect, you see the Marvel logo come up, I believe. Mm-hmm. And normally when you see that Marvel logo come up in a film... It, it, it's a like, Marvel film? They, yeah, they, well, they don't pull any punches like from the studio that brought you, and they list like every film <coughs> they, they release. It's like Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, Captain America, Captain America 2, Thor, Thor 2, Guardians sure. of the Galaxy, yeah. like everything. There's like fucking ten movies that they release in that trailer, and for this Fantastic Four movie, they're like, from the studio that brought you X-Men Days of Future Past. And I was just kind of sitting there thinking, like, are they just not acknowledging the other X-Men movies, like, in the slightest? Is it like... Wait, didn't you make X Men Origins? Well, no, no, that that wasn't that wasn't us. That yeah. wasn't us. No. What about X Men Three? Nope, nope. We're not gonna us. make Deadpool maybe. Yeah, and when the Deadpool movie comes out, it's gonna say from the studio that brought you X Men. Hmm. So, um, this Fantastic Four trailer. <coughs> it's shot very well. It, it looks is. really pretty. It looks pretty. Which I thought was. Hilarious, coming from the director of a found footage movie. Mm-hmm. See, this is where we disagree. I think that, I, well, A, I enjoyed Chronicle, you know, a lot, just all around. I'm not a big fan of found footage. I would rather it not be a found footage film, but I think in this case, I think the gimmick worked. And it appealed to me in as much as, like, I feel like it was a more realistic take on what would happen if you gave you know, three high school guys superpowers. You wouldn't get Spider-Man. You wouldn't. You would get people fucking around in a parking lot moving cars with their telekinesis. Um, And to that end, yeah, I just, I felt, and you know, I liked the interaction, the the, the interaction between the characters. I thought it felt all very, you know, organic for the most part. Um, I I don't know. I just had a lot of fun with that story. And I didn't think it was poorly shot. I think that it doesn't look cinematic obviously because it's going to not it's a found footage film but um yeah i I, I do think that this fantastic poor thing looked nice i i mean like you were saying about chronicle i did enjoy like the first half of the film when it was a bunch of like high school students like just right yeah you know i'll give you that when it transforms into akira (laughs) it falls apart yeah and when they tried to actually make a legitimate like supervillain story which is what the film was marketed as yeah it falls apart like, I didn't think there was enough character drive to, like, really warrant anything. Mm-hmm. There's a point where, like, I, I I saw the character... I forget his name. Duhan? Dave Duhan? Something Duhan. Duhast. Duhast Mish. <laughs> but, uh... No, there's a point in the film where you... I think that there was a point where his character, like, kind of snapped. And it was really cool. And I thought, like, alright, this is the point where the film's gonna, like, pick up. And it's gonna get intense. And they're gonna show this dimension like emotional intensity and it did none of that yeah <laughs> so I, it was just the final battle for me i'm like i stopped caring um i liked him killing his his stepdad i thought he deserved it i thought there was a little bit of an emotional thrust remaining there but it was like everything afterwards um his name was andrew in the movie wasn't it i can't remember i think it was um he looks like an andrew anyway he uh i, I just <sighs> Because, like, once you got to the big spectacle fighting, then it just looked like a shitty Hollywood movie. 
You know well, what I mean? That's basically what it was. Well, yeah, this is exactly what it was, but it was like it was masked. It was like if you saw the level of special effects um, in the beginning of that movie in something like Avengers, you'd be like, "What? This looks like shit." <laughs> But it, it, it's disguised by the fact that they're just doing all of these mundane It's disguised activities. by the fact where there's no focus in the film because they shake the fucking camera every three yeah, seconds. Well, yeah. It's not as bad as Cloverfield. It God, could be worse. I am very, very much against found footage movies in every capacity. That's because you're a hipster. Is, is it? Yeah. You hate a lot of things and your pants are really tight. Oh, well, I do wear tight pants, yeah. Thank you for noticing. They, uh... They fit my legs really nice. Unless some fucking asshole, who I'm not gonna mention, comes up and tries to give me a wedgie. Was it Gian? No, it was not fucking Gian. Who was it? I don't know. My, You don't come and pull on the boxers of a man whose fucking testicles were torn apart at the seam. Uh, you do, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Fuck you, Pino. Um. Um... No, but that was fucked up. I was in pain for an entire evening because this ah, asshole thought it. Fine. This asshole thought it'd be funny. Like, hey, you know his pants? I'm gonna totally act like I'm five years old and give him a wedgie. I was probably really drunk. You were um, really drunk. Yeah, you were sitting. You you weren't wearing pants or boxers. I what? What? <laughs> uh, anyways. It didn't even make sense. It did. Uh-huh. Are you drunk again? Yeah. Are you drunk? The last podcast we had, like, you were fucking downing a bottle of Bacardi. <laughs> yeah, I slowly got there. I'm not drunk today. I am very fucking sleepy, and we kind of wish I was drunk, but I'm sick. I can't. Why not? Is that a rule? Is that like you're not supposed to drink milk when you're sick? It's like you're not supposed to feed a gremlin after midnight. You get sick, and then drink, and then, like, a bunch of other yous start popping out of your back. Oh. And then they eventually turn evil, and... Uh, terrorize Long Island. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that that's a problem most people have. You might want to get that checked out. I will not, because I know how to control it. Go fuck yourself, Chen. <laughs> so, um, I wanted to talk about Four Chan. Oh, you mean Latveria? Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So of. Of the things that we've seen in this trailer so far, because the movie comes out really quickly. It comes out in like six months or something. Yeah. Yeah. By the time you edit this podcast, it'll probably be out. <laughs> uh, They'll be working on the sequel. Yeah. No, but um, everything I've heard about this movie has just been terrible from Dr. Doom not being a doctor and actually just being an internet, not even a hacker, I think. I think they clarified that he's an internet troll. I think it's the thing. Yeah! <laughs> really? Yeah, they clarified. He's not a hacker. He's an internet troll. <coughs> so he's just... Well, what is his... What? I think he his his whole issue is that he annoys Miles Teller throughout the film. Uh, just mildly. <coughs> yeah, just mild annoyance. And I mean, after Miles Teller had to sit through fucking J.K. Simmons' class, like, I think he'll be able to put up with that just fine. He'll be, yeah. And, uh... For those of you that are familiar with the character of Doctor Doom, who's a fantastic character, um, yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah, what did I do? I didn't even see what you did. It's a fantastic character. Oh yeah, he is a fantastic character. Um, the mythical nation of which he resides, Latveria, is an internet blogging site, which the filmmakers are comparing to 4chan. 
Which is not an internet logging site. It's yeah, an image it's board. A, yeah. It's, uh... I think of the problems with the film, I don't think the cast or the cinematography will be the issue. But despite how wonderfully shot the trailer looks... So is he, like... I think he, it's gonna fail. Is he at least the head of this site? Is he moot? I have no idea. Because Doctor Doom is, like, king of Latveria. He's the He is. He's ruler. also a doctor. Apparently not in this film. No? No, he's just called Doom. They just call him MF Doom? They just call him... They call him Doom. What the fuck's... What, what fucking board meeting were you sitting in going, like, you know what we need? We need, like, this new vision for a Fantastic Four. I mean, it's not like we just need to do the Fantastic Four properly or make it a good film. We need to. It needs to be different. It needs to be edgy. It needs to. It be... needs to be the most different. Yeah. We need to just burn it to the fucking ground and start over because nobody could get behind the other one. And I, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with them. I mean, I'm. You know what? Hand of God. I am more excited to see this than I would have been if it had just been a regular Fantastic Four film. Granted, I don't like the Fantastic Four, so I probably wouldn't have even gone to see it if it was just a regular Fantastic Four movie. But, I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not pissed. This is, it, it just seems so intriguing to me, where I'm like, what What are they doing? Well, I don't even think the film... It's like a train wreck. It's it's very yeah. much, I'm intrigued in a train wreck sort of a way, but I, well, I'm intrigued, so there's that. Yeah. Um, they've, they've ginned up my interest. And I, I think not even the actors know what they're doing at this point, because the actors for the film, the four main actors, were deliberately told not to read anything for that, the Fantastic Four. That's so They strange. were deliberately told not to read the source material. Especially considering that featurette that we just watched. They're just talking about, what were they talking about? The Ultimates? Yeah. They're talking about all kinds of inspiration for this thing. Um, and, and apparently there was none. <laughs> yeah. He was, um, Joshua Trang, the director, uh, he mentioned that he'd he he used the word pitched, but he was very clear to clarify that it wasn't a pitch. Like, he was just... Yeah. At, like, at this point, he might as well say he offhandedly mentioned in passing to Stanley mm-hmm. the idea for this film. Yeah. And Stanley was on board. And Stanley was, like, in the bathroom. He's like, what? Where are you? Uh, which, okay. Which, <laughs> That's how he poops. Which, in my mind, the way that this discussion went down is like, Hey, so I have this idea for Stanley. I'm trying to get to a panel. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah I'm going to just play attention. It'll take like five seconds. I'm thinking about like Fantastic Four and doing like the Ultimates kind of Fantastic Four. Yeah, great. Whatever. It's, it's it fine. It wasn't even that. It was literally just a question at a panel. He was like, yeah. so Stanley, my name is, what is his name? Joshua Trang. My name is Joshua Trang. Um, I'm a big fan. And uh, I had this idea to do the Fantastic Four, like that story that you wrote. Only, it would all. be way better if I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yes, true believer, whatever, next question. And they're like, okay. Excelsior. Yeah, Excelsior. <laughs> and he's like, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a contract, right? Gonna go start shooting. And then he did. And he had like a magical, hovery, telekinesis camera following him the whole time. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of uh, 20th Century Fox and shit that they fuck up, um, did you hear about Neil Blomkamp's interpretation of Aliens? No. All right, so uh, Neil Blomkamp, he was he was very uh, he's very adamant that this isn't an official project, and this isn't something that's sanctioned by 20th Century Fox. This was a pet project of his that he would like to see get done. Sure. So he released the synopsis, a lot of ideas and uh, concept art out on Twitter, and he was what I imagining is hoping to garner some support for this, which I really hope 
that it does get support, because his whole thing was he was going to make a film entitled Zeno. And this film... Zeno? Zeno. Zeno. Yeah, as in Xenomorph, yeah. And this film would canonically fix the Aliens franchise. Because it would take place immediately following Aliens, and it would replace Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. And what this whole idea was is uh, Corporal Hicks and uh, Ripley wake up from their hyperbolic chambers from the end of Aliens. Like you do. Yeah, and they go after Weyland yutani And the whole plot is that they go to the space station that is a Weyland yutani testing facility <clears throat> in which they have to battle their way through Weyland yutani forces like the Xenomorphs and things like that in order to get to the bottom of the conspiracy about what the fuck's going on with LV-426. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm a very, very big fan of James Cameron's 1986 Aliens and even Ridley Scott's 1979 Alien. Uh, so I am very much intrigued to see where this project goes, and I really hope it goes forward. I mean, Neil Blomkamp is kind of a hit or miss director for me. I really, really love District 9, and I really, really hated Elysium. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes. I, I really hope that this goes somewhere, because I would like to see the Alien franchise return in some capacity that's not utter shit. Right. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, it gives, I guess, I was gonna say, give someone else a fucking bite at the apple, but plenty of other people have had bites at that yeah, give it fucking to a, apple, but... Give it to a great director like David Lit. Oh. Yeah. You that, know that who would do a 3. really good uh, job who? at that? Uh, George Lucas. Oh, yeah, of course. There'd be just... So much just piled into the frame. Every shot would be so dense. There'd just be so much going on. Every Actually, single frame. Speaking of Star Wars, I uh, I recently legally obtained a copy <laughs> of the uh, the Star Wars Despecialized Edition. I know we started to watch that, and then and you were completely drunk. So I yeah, uh, you no, know, but uh, I tried to give you a wedgie, and then you started crying. Yeah, because it hurt, because you fucking tore my testicles open. Uh, no, but if you're... And I'll do it again, too. If you're unfamiliar with the Star Wars Despecialized Edition, is um, it's basically a fan on the original Trilogy.com boards who has gone through frame by frame and tried to replicate the original 1977 you know Star what Wars. I, I do remember seeing, and it upset me. What? The stupid little tips on the top of the lightsabers. Yeah? They were still in there. They were still in there? Yeah. They removed them in uh, the original Star Wars, but uh, yeah, I don't I don't think they updated, or they, I don't think they got Empire and Revenge of the Jedi to the original format of which they were presented, but the original Star Wars uh, is the closest thing to the 1977 uh, film that you'll possibly get. I've seen get. that one. Like, my friend had, like, an old, old, old fucking Laserdisc copy of that that we watched. And man, did it look rough. Like, I, I could see the impetus for wanting to do a special edition. And I would totally be behind that if you were just cleaning it up. I yeah. mean, don't change fucking Replace things. entire scenes. Yeah. Uh, uh, re-edit stupid. dialogue. You know, it's really funny, because in any other movie franchise... Had the original Jabba and everything, where he's just like, on my boy. Oh, God. Uh, I'm a fat Scotsman. You know, the thing that really pisses me off about that particular scene is that it's completely unnecessary in the film. Because uh, literally, in, is. The, you didn't need that literally scene in the scene all. right before it, they explain everything, everything that in happens that in that scene. scene yeah. 
So you literally just get the same scene twice, except one with shittier effects and one where Han shoots first. Uh, but no, I mean, I they, they have like this little 10-minute documentary on YouTube, I believe, where they talk about all like the process they had to go through to, in order to get the film to this original state, and it's fucking ridiculous. Like, the amount of dedication is just staggering. <clears throat> because, um, like, they had to go by get original film negatives, which George Lucas is actively going and destroying because he's an asshole, uh, of the original 1977... Because he's literally Star Hitler. Wars, yeah, literally. Uh, from private collectors, they build scanners, scan that into digital technology, replace frames, they go frame by frame and color correct things, they fucking rotoscope things in and out of the movie. It's, it's impressive, it really is, and it's beautiful to see Star Wars in high definition... As actual Star Wars, and right. not some 1997 bullshit special edition. But, uh... Aren't you <clears> born <throat> in the year 1997? No, no, I was born actually in 95. Yeah. Ah. Uh, it's close, but, uh... I was born in 1925, <laughs> actually. You were, that's correct. That is why you were uh, having trouble walking. And breathing. And breathing, and uh, speaking, and forming coherent thoughts. And maintaining erections. Yep. Uh, all right. This podcast is brought to you by Viagra. Mm. <laughs> Tyler mm. Pino's beverage of choice. <laughs> Don't even make no sense. <laughs> it does. He actually, what he does in the morning is <coughs> grinds the pills up into like an emergency kind of powder and just mixes it with his Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Which is my beverage of choice for early in the morning. Um,. Not Coca-Cola, like cocaine. Like, he literally, he literally just drinks cocaine. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's all that's keeping him moving. You know what this Fantastic Four movie that we weren't talking about for the last ten minutes uh, reminds me of? Though just the way it's coming together. What, ever, Fantastic Four? Yeah. You ever hear about the um, Darren Aronofsky uh, Batman movie that they had written that was supposed to be an adaptation of Frank Miller's Year One? No, I didn't know. Well, it wasn't. He actually wrote it in collaboration with Frank Miller. But the idea was um, after the Waynes get killed, Bruce runs away and becomes a, a street urchin. And he meets these mechanics named Big Al and Little Al, who are these great big black guys. And um, he makes the Batmobile out of this modified school bus. Um, is, this, is this the one that's very, like, steampunk kind of design? Yeah, probably. I think I've seen this. And, uh, he, he <clears throat> like, the bat symbol, it comes from, um... They call I'm gonna him, laugh if it's not a bat. It's not. It's, it's not? Called, it's called, they call him the Batman because he has, he steals a, a ring from his father that, uh, says, it's just his initials, TW, um, but when he punches people in the face, the T and the W make, like, a little bat kind of looking thing. Does it? So when people, in this movie it does, <laughs> um, so when they find, you know, the... God, what a prick. He punches people with a ring on? That's fucked up. Yeah, he's the goddamn TW man. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't have a ring to it. Maybe he wasn't Thomas Wayne in this. Maybe he was something else that would make it look like a bat. I don't know. But, um... Uh, is it yeah. like Spider-Man Noir, where it's not actually Peter Parker, but Peter Parker exists in this world? Maybe. I don't know. They were going to have Robin in it, too. Do you know Robin was originally going to be played by Damon Wayans? Or Marlon Wayans. 
Well, he's not going to do as good of a job as Martin O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell? Yeah. Sorry, Marty O'Donnell's a composer. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) He would have made a really great Robin. Probably. I'm sure, yeah. He would have looked great in those pixie boots. Yeah, and the bat nipples. Yeah. If they could combine those for this new Robin. Actually, the new Robin's a girl. Yes, that's correct. They cast her in everything. Who's playing her? Um, your mom. Oh, is she? Yeah. Are they going for more like an aged approach? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, like a, you know, they wanted like a middle-aged Asian lady. And... Bruce, hold on, my sciatica's acting up. <laughs> yeah. We cool, need to battle uh... Mr. Freeze. Okay, that's fine, I have a hot flash right now. <laughs> They'd actually, Batman and Robin would be the same age, because isn't Ben Affleck like 600? I think so, something like that. Uh, I'm I'm really I'm really hoping that, uh, the fucking Batman movie has Jason Todd in it because there is supposed to be a standalone Batman film, and the whole premise of Batman Five Superman is uh Jason Todd's already gonna be dead. In Jason Todd is already dead, and that's what forces him to not be the Batman anymore. Like he just can't deal with it anymore. Uh, so I'm really hope what that setup is for is for bringing back Jason Todd in uh the standalone Batman film, which you know. Yeah. Of course, be a big deal. What are they calling it? They're calling it the Cape Crusader, aren't they? I think so, something like that. What are they going to do when they've run out of uh, monikers? Uh, they're going to put Amazing in front of it. The Amazing Dark Knight Batman yeah. Crusader. The Amazing TW Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that movie at this point. I, I don't... I don't know. I, I can't say that... I'd I'm, watch them all. I can't say I'm directly on board with anything Warner Brothers is doing. Because right now it just feels like they're trying to get it out of the gate. Do you mean on board? Like you're on their payroll? Because you're not, directly or indirectly, involved with any of those movies. That I'm not on board. I know, that's what I'm saying. Which which means I am in no capacity excited or curious. Well, I'd probably say I'm curious, but I'm not really excited for any of these things. If Justice League Dark does happen... I will be excited for it if they cast Matt Ryan as Constantine. If not, I will not be happy with it. You're totally I'm going to be so fucking pissed Justice off if they Dark. cast fucking Keanu Reeves as John Constantine. Like, you have no idea. I will be seething with rage I, for that you, entire month. You really have no idea, like, how happy that would make me <laughs> just because I would know how angry that would make you. And it's completely, like... It's, com- it's plausible. It's not plausible. That's the thing. It's like, why would they do that at this point? But if they were like, okay, you know what? We're going to re- resurrect 2005's Constantine. Um, just to put Keanu Reeves in it, I'd be like, done. Sold. <laughs> so It's going to make Michael so upset. And I just, I, I, I draw power from your tears. They keep me alive and young. Well, I mean, apparently they're not doing a very good job because they're not fucking keeping you young. Well, you don't cry. Or enough. happy. That's why I have to give you wedgies and rip your balls open. It's... Yeah, thanks for that, by the way. You're welcome for that, by the you, way. You didn't, you didn't even ask how they're doing. They're how fine. How are they? Thanks for asking. How are they? Fuck. They're, they're fine. Have you grown any back? I don't... I honestly have not checked. Thanks. Do you do, like, a little weigh-in once a week? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, no, like, I, a little, you have, like, one of those scales, I, like I a wake drug up, scale. I wake up in the morning and eat breakfast and immediately step on my testicle weighing scale. That's yeah. how it works. <laughs> or do you just, like, weigh yourself first, 
Uh, wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Since when has anything we've ever said on this fucking podcast ever made sense? Uh, that's a fair point. Um, it's a stream of opinions loosely tied together by connecting dialogue, and I use that term loosely, very loosely. I wouldn't say it's connecting. Speaking of which, Ghostbusters, uh, the female Ghostbusters has been cast and announced and made official. Yes, that's that's correct. Well... I mean, what happened? Because there, there are two different versions. There are two different versions of the Ghostbusters reboot. Um, apparently, one. Well, is you're talking the, uh, about back from the Sony hacks. Yeah. Um, I guess this is the one that they're moving. This forward. is the one they're going with. There was. They wanted to do a more um, serious, like an Evil Dead kind of approach. No. No. That's not what I heard. I thought they were going like a more of a direct reboot, but you know, one of them's already dead, and well, Bill from- Murray can't be tracked down. Uh, From what I heard, there were two films in development. One was an all-female Ghostbuster cast, mm-hmm. which is what they're doing. And one was more of a regular reboot. And that was, yeah, that was basically a reboot. The other one was a, uh, wasn't it like an actual legitimate horror film? Oh, I didn't, I yeah. didn't hear anything Where they were that. casting, I think, Channing Tatum as one of the characters. I don't I know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel pretty ambivalent towards <laughs> this. I just don't care. There is has been this sea of fucking negative backlash from this announcement um, of, of people, just men losing their minds over I mean, are... the idea of a female Ghostbusters. Why? That's what I'm saying, man. Why? It's like, who gives a shit? Are, what, is, what, is their, what is their argument? We can't have an all-female Ghostbuster cast because that's going to completely erase the original two Ghostbusters I don't films? know. What is, is it, like, like are they the, af- what the fuck's afraid that it's going to be, like, a chick flick or something? Because, like, what, what I'm seeing from this is they, they're going for a bridesmaids type, type approach. And that was a funny fucking movie. I haven't seen it. So, Kristen Wiig is great. She's just great. Melissa McCarthy, I, she's okay, but, um, she's very attractive. <laughs> I don't know anything about the other two. Leslie Jones, who's the black lady, and Kate McKinnon, who is the not black lady. Yeah, I know it's from the same director as Bridesmaids, correct? Is it? I think so. Um, yeah, Paul Feig directed Reboot. I don't know, did he direct Bridesmaids? I, I believe so. Because I believe since that's the that's the director they got and that's oh, the yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah, established. Right, yeah. Right. yeah, it says, yeah. Which which could be really funny. Like I I while I haven't seen Bridesmaids, I hear fantastic things about it. Mm-hmm. So if they do make a comedy in vain of what the original Ghostbusters was like, which is you know of course a comedy driven by drama basically, uh, I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah. I mean we ha- I haven't seen a good Ghostbusters movie since the first Ghostbusters movie. So we honestly, we're to watching the second one. I want to watch the second one again because I remember liking it more than I liked the first one. Yeah, I remember the opposite. I remember watching the first one and loving it and forgetting the second one ever existed. Until I walked into a Walmart one day and found, wait, Ghostbusters 1 and 2? Mm-hmm. Well, this is what the Hollywood Reporter had to say about the other version of the reboot. It says, The Ghostbusters reboot has endured a long development process. Original director Ivan Reitman was on board to return, but while original cast members Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ernie Hudson had agreed to reprise their characters, Bill Murray proved elusive. Reitman then bowed out of the project when Ramis passed away last year following Reitman's departure. Fake was approached to direct and reconceived the project as a reboot starring an all-female cast. Um, so it didn't say anything about... About the Channing Tatum version? Yeah. Oh. All right. 
which that's I don't fine. Know I'm not heartbroken over that idea. idea. Like, like I could give less of a shit about it at this point. Which is not saying that I don't give a shit about Ghostbusters. It's just I don't really give a shit about Ghostbusters. But it's like yeah, I guess I yeah, I really don't give a shit about Ghostbusters in the year 2015. It's it's not one of those things where if it turns out to be a completely shitty film, I'm gonna you know go up in arms and burn no, down the city. Who would care? I mean, yeah. it's the original two. They're uh, classic comedy films. However, I love how I you don't... say that without even remembering the second film. No, I said I don't remember. Well, I do remember the second film. I remember liking it. I walk, but just to hear that you're like, oh, it's the worst thing since testicular uh, torsion. Testicular torsion. I'm like, okay, maybe. No, I'll, it's, it's, maybe I'll revisit that movie. It's, and... No, it's it's not bad. I mean, it functions. You were the one who said that you forgot the existence. Of I it. I did. I told. I completely forgot the existence of it. I remember. I watched it, and I remember. Yeah, it's because there's nothing memorable about it. Yeah. I remember liking the HBO cartoon series, too. Was that HBO? I thought that was, like, Fox Kids. It aired right before the Men in Black TV show. I'm pretty sure it was HBO. Was it HBO? Actually, Maybe speaking like of HBO, HBO cartoons, have you ever seen Spawn, the animated series? Yeah. Fuck, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't, know what that, I don't know what brought that up. I was actually, I was talking to someone the other day about it, and for some reason we were talking about the atrocious Spawn film that came out in the late 90s. I love that movie so much. I do. I That's like my favorite bad movie. One Is of it? them, yeah. And I mean, I know that it's shit. I, I'm, uh, I'm not, you know, saying that it's not. It's the greatest cinematic just, piece of work since Batman Returns. Right. Um, it, it's one of those guilty pleasure movies. It's a really, really good bad movie. Yeah, actually, wasn't there, uh, there were talks a couple of years ago about Todd McFarlane rebooting a Spawn film? Yeah. Yeah, do you remember that? And I they do. were speaking about Spawn not technically being a character, but more of an entity that's present in the film. He, I heard that he would be a character, but he would not be the central character. It would take place from the perspective of the two detectives. Sam and Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which sounds interesting. I think yeah. that Spawn's one of those characters. It's like... You can that, handle it very well, or you can handle it like the 90s movie. Yeah, I think that if you were to do it like... They did in the 90s, but just try to make it high-budget and good, it would still kind of be weird and cheesy. Yeah. It's like Spawn's this character where the the entire premise is so absurd that if you shine a light directly on it, you see that. (laughs) However, if he's like a peripheral character when... And he's just like this legend in the city where you're like, this guy's from hell and he's killing people. That would be creepy and weird, and it'd be really awesome. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I, I, I would have liked to have seen what they did with that. I know a lot of people got pissed off saying, oh, why wouldn't he be the central character? I'm like, dude, make it like a fucking film noir type detective movie. Um, have yeah. him be like maybe even playing an antagonist type role. Yeah, like uh, with, um, you know, the kind of film detective kind of show like you have with uh, Gotham, isn't that? I don't know. Yeah, the, you yeah. mean the greatest. Um, the greatest work of television. I gotta tell you, man, I know so many people that work on that show now. We literally, we can't talk about it, please. We can't talk about it. <laughs> anyway. But, uh, but, um, but no, actually there was a fan film, which I don't know why, but I went on a fan film binge a while back, uh, and there was a Spawn fan film. Mm. Where it, it focuses on a mother and a daughter, and they're basically at a grocery store, and they're connected somehow to like the whole demon thing and they're attacked by this evil demon presence and all you basically see 
is uh, this presence is kind of fought back by this just massive just red cape and chains. Uh-huh. And you hear this very ominous voice. It's like, I need to speak with your mother. And it tells the child. And, and yeah. it's, it's very, it was very well done. It feels like a Spawn thing. Was it just Spawn in a grocery store? Yeah, it was. Like uh, yeah. walking around in full costume, like with a, with a cart. Yeah. And he's well, like looking at different types of milk. And he's like... Why well, Spawn's more of like a skim more, milk kind of guy. Why is whole milk more expensive than? You know, we we actually we just had Snowmageddon 2015. We did here in New York. The snowpocalypse. The snowpocalypse. I, I saw it trending on Twitter as Snowmageddon. <laughs> so, but uh, I don't know what possessed me. But it was like two in the morning, and I was like, you know what? I want Captain Crunch. I don't care that it's seven dollars a fucking box for Captain Crunch. I want me some Captain Crunch. So I, I walked across the street to Dwayne Reed, <laughs> and uh, I you could have been killed. Yeah, and uh, I could have been buried alive in the thirty-second walk that it, I took. Uh, but I walked across the street, and immediately it looked like the store had been looted. Like everything was gone. Yeah. To which my first thought was, "Is this like a big deal? Like it's snow, mm-hmm. it's fluffy things that make dreams come true, right?" Right. Uh, it's, that's actually how they describe it in most textbooks. Yeah. Uh, and I, I went and I fucking spent... Oh, speaking of this, is your sociology textbook still in the freezer? Oh, shit! (laughs) 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 But, uh... (coughs) But I went to go grab... I went to go grab milk, and of course, it was all gone. And all I had was the choice between either skim milk for $2, or I could spend $7 on organic vitamin D milk, which is whole milk, which is the best milk. So, of course, mm-hmm. I sucked it up and went fucking spent... Of course you sucked it up. Yeah, I spent $7 on fucking milk. Sucked it right up. Yeah, right along with those Captain Crunch little pebbles. Yep. Anyways... So, um... In case you were wondering about what the fuck was about my sociology textbook, uh, I, I gave it to Pino earlier in the day, uh, like, and he stuck it in my fucking like freezer. Eight hours ago now. Yeah. It's about eight hours ago at this point. Which, honestly, I don't... I don't even know I have a sociology textbook at this Do you point. have a sociology class? Uh, no, and even when I had the sociology class, I didn't read the book. Hmm. Martin Luther King is in it. Is he? Did you see Selma? I did not see Selma. I've been meaning to see Selma. What did you think of it? I don't know. What, are you racist? <laughs> you hate <What>? black people? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, there, okay. there we go. Okay, you heard it, internet. <laughs> Michael Holler yeah, fucking yeah. hates black people. God. You know, if I had the capability to edit, I could totally Shut take up, your words. Shut up, you goddamn racist! I could totally take your words out of context and make it say, "Hello, I'm Tyler Pino, and I hate black people." You could, but you don't have the ability. I to don't edit have this. the ability. Only I have the ability to have this, and I will make it say that. And then I'll be like, "Why did I make it say that?" And it, it's just—it's your voice. Um, it skips to your voice saying, "I don't even know. I'm lost at this. I'm so." You're not even drinking Bacardi this time. How are you this incoherent? Because it's, it's 11 o'clock and I'm dying of stuff. That is true. If you don't hear from us within the next week, that does mean that Tyler Pino did die. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's absolutely nothing that I did about it. Uh, yeah. I just kind of sat there and watched him keel over. All right. And then, you know, took my sociology book out of the freezer. Beat me with it. And beat his uh, limp dead corpse with it. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, when, when someone's, of course, on the ground dying, you need to make sure that they do die. Uh, otherwise, it's a big liability issue. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so, the other thing that we wanted to talk about, uh, you have been watching this TV show. Which TV show? My Little Pony, Friendship Forever. Um, uh, it's actually Friendship is Magic. Get it right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Agent Peggy Hill. Yeah, Agent... Agent Carter. Marvel's Asian, Agent Carter. Asian Peggy Hill is what you've been watching. Well, I mean, we talked about this in the last podcast. Um, I didn't watch it. What, the podcast? No. I didn't watch... No one's ever watched the podcasts. I don't know. I'm, Audio I'm, only. I'm sitting here speaking. I'm watching you. Uh, to the count. No, I'm, uh, at this point, the fourth episode has come out. And, uh... Yeah, no, my, my opinion stands. I enjoy the show thoroughly. Uh, I feel like it's one of the very few totally consistent shows on TV. It what is it about? It's about Agent Peggy Carter. Oh! Fucking dimwit. I'm just, I, I want a more fleshed out review. No, I'm it's, just it's, saying. it's about, <laughs> unless, unless you listen to our last podcast in which I literally explained this exact same thing, uh, it's about uh, Agent Peggy Carter. She works for the SSR, which at this point uh, is the U.S.'s chief intelligence agency and uh howard stark is framed for selling weapons on the black market and approaches peggy carter to kind of act as a double agent in order to clear his name so the whole series kind of takes place where she's trying to figure out what the conspiracy behind the stark technology is mm. uh while working with and eluding the ssr <coughs> okay it's very well um, done it's very very good that was the most it. recent episode Eh, it's good. It's alright. What is it about? What happened? I honestly can't remember. I watched it like a couple hours ago and I can't remember anymore. Uh, despite that, it is a good show. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those things that's pretty highly serialized where it kind of forms this one overarching narrative. Why so serial? Yeah, why so serial? Why so $7 serial? Um, this most recent episode was about Howard Stark returning to New York. And uh, trying to trick. Peggy. What does New York look like? It looks like New York. Oh. It looks like New York in the forties. It's like Gotham. Uh no no, I mean I I don't believe they filmed it in New York. I don't think that they would because it'd be expensive, and it basically looks like they just took a generic city skyline and pasted the the Chrysler Building, the Empire State mm. Building in it. Sure. Which you know what I'm fine. I don't. I wasn't around in the early fifties to see what. New probably York looked like easier. back then. So. It'd probably be easier at this point to just fucking paste the Chrysler and Empire State Building in than it would be to take the... the everything else everything out. Everything else out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's a very well done show. Uh, it's very well acted. Very well written. So I have really no complaints about it. It's the best thing that I don't think I ever would have asked for. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm excited. It's basically its job is to tide me over until Agents of Shield comes back, mm. and it's doing that job remarkably well. Yeah. So. Good. Um, what about Constantine? What did you think of the most recent episode of Constantine? Uh, <coughs> most recent episode. That was also in New York this week. 
Yeah, well, it took place in Brooklyn, hypothetically. Uh, it did not look like they filmed it in Brooklyn. Uh, they showed... Yeah, a, Brooklyn's big. Yeah, well, I mean, they showed a couple landscapes of Manhattan inserts. Manhattan and Brooklyn <laughs> are the same thing, dude. Yeah, but... Literally the same thing. Just yeah. look it up, and in any textbook in the world, it'll tell you. Manhattan and Bro- Brooklyn is just another name for Manhattan. Well, I would I would look at my sociology textbook, but A, I don't think it'd be in a sociology textbook, and B, it's still frozen. It says it right here. Um, sexuality and procreative technology. As with most topics in this chapter, the concept of socialization of natures applies to a better sociological understanding of sexual behavior. And now that you just put our listeners to sleep... An uh, example is human reproduction. For hundreds of years, most women's lives were dominated by childbirth and child-rearing. But now they could be ghostbusters. (laughs) Glass ceiling broken! But, um... But no, this... Obama again. That was yeah. In 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 actually getting completely off the rails. Obama in his 2015 City of the address mentioned uh, you know you know the gender pay gap and how it was just sad that women aren't being paid the same amount of men despite they're doing not the same paid work. the same amount of men as other women. Yeah. Uh, some people countries. get Jake Gyllenhaal. Some people get George Clooney. It's really sad. Uh, but. And he, he made some, some people get Michael Holland. Those made are some, the saddest people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he made some backhanded comment at Congress because he was saying he said something like, uh, "You know, the bill that we tried to push for earlier last year that uh, Congress said no to." Or basically, it was something along those lines, and it was the funniest thing ever. Did you, did you watch the State of the Union address? No. It was pretty much an hour of Obama telling Congress what they did wrong. That's what I hear. And it was hilarious. It was honestly the funniest thing. Um, but no, Constantine, this past episode delved into, uh, Chaz, and why he is the way he is. Why he be who he be. Yeah, and it's, it's, I, I thought we were gonna get some explanation, like, uh, you know, there was this divine artifact that went wrong and something like that. Now, it turns out John Constantine muttered some Latin in a bar while he was drunk, and it, it, now he has 47 lives. Happens. <laughs> yeah. The best of us. I, I was I just, in a bar the other day, and... I just did someone come up and speak Latin to you? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Are you do you now have forty seven souls? I now have chlamydia. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> he, this is this is why you're sick, this is why you have Ebola. Mm-hmm. Um but no, I I find <coughs> it extremely hilarious that the reason why this person's life is so fucked up is because his best friend muttered some Latin in a bar and fucked his life up. Happens. I wouldn't say having 47 souls or whatever. That's not that fucked up. Well, I mean... The it's whole... kind of better than you. You don't even have one soul. Yeah, exactly. It's I gave it all to Chaz. Um, but the whole premise of the episode was uh, basically in making Chaz more or less this... Not immortal, but like person who keeps coming back to life. Uh, it's ruined his relationship that he had with his wife and his daughter. Because now... He has this obligation to spend these lives in some meaningful way by helping John Constantine fight evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, First appearance of a brand new character uh, in this one. Not really brand new. He's from the comics, but uh, what's that guy's name? Hector Salamanca. Yeah, the antagonist. Which they... His name is the antagonist? No, his name's not the antagonist, but his name escapes me at this point. Uh, he, was a, he was a very powerful sorcerer. 
it was it was a good episode. I mean, I I am loving the consistent tone now with the series, and I'm enjoying every everything about it. I mean, yeah. I wish that it was on a better time slot. I mean, it went from having literally the shittiest time slot possible to now being in a time slot where I can't watch it because I will be working. Uh huh. So. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um, literally, the only person that watches the show can't watch it now. And yeah. The one viewer is gone. <laughs> the one viewer is gone. Which uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'm not. Hopefully, there are more of you out there supporting the show because it it does deserve a genuine chance. Three or four. Yeah. At a second season. I think it's getting one. I I do hope so. Have you heard anything else about that? Uh, no, not recently, actually. Um, no new news on it. Although I am highly hopeful, if not very skeptical. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be really pissed if I bought the lighter for this fucking show, and it's cancelled in its first season. It's gonna be one of those things, like, yeah, this is oh. the Constantine lighter, and they're like, oh, that was that show that was cancelled. That right? was the other thing. Wasn't it the first appearance of that lighter in this this show so far? Yeah, from what, from what I saw, like, it was on the screen for, like, a split second. Um, are you looking for it? Yeah, where'd it go? It's right here. I have it in my hand. In your hipster um, pants. Why yeah, do you change they, from one pair of pants to another? Because I don't like sitting on my bed in the same pants that I sit on the subway. You're such a strange little girl. <laughs> but um, but no, they, they showed the, the Constantine lighter, which is the, uh, the lighter both from the graphic novel and from the 2005 Keanu Reeves film. Uh, which made me very happy, because I bought this fucking lighter in hopes that it'd be on the show, and it was, and it made me really happy. Is that the reason that you bought it? Hoping it would be on TV? No, I bought it because it's pretty. Mm. It's pretty, and it has no practical use for me. Uh-huh. And if you guys ever want to like, send a demon back to hell, I could probably light it on fire. That is what they do. Yeah. Um. Except his lighter fails him, and... <laughs> It's this very dramatic build-up where he's going to set this demon on fire and the lighter fucking doesn't work. He's like, oops, should have bought a Zippo. Should have bought a Zippo. Instead of, what is that? Uh, it's a tycoon. A tycoon. It's Never pretty. even heard of that. It's pretty. If, if we have an image of it, I'm sure we'll put it up there. No, we won't. We have plenty of images of it, but I would have to put it up there and God knows I'm not going to. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that'll be the image for this week. I don't have anything better. Yeah. I mean, God knows we're not going to... Actually, we, we could probably use the fan... It's not even called Fantastic Four. It's called Fan Four Stick. Fan Four film is called. Stick. That's, it sounds like Four Stick. It's like Speed Stick. Like, yeah, it's a deodorant. Uh, no, no, it's like a but, dick, but it's made of the Force. Yeah. It's, it's like made of the Force? Dick. Like Metachlorians? Uh, it's like if you came back as a forest ghost, but all you could manifest, you only had the strength to manifest a big throbbing penis. <laughs> You're the forest dick. <clears throat> if you strike me down now, I'll become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I'll be just throbbing with energy. And he does, and he just, he, he, he like he disappears, and it's just his cloak, and then just from the cloak. I see giant, you've constructed like, a new lightsaber. <laughs> Anyways, but much like uh, Take 3 and, and Scraform, uh, Fox, <coughs> Fox Studios has believed, has believed that it is in their best marketing ideas to stick the numerical number of the film, which it isn't even the number of the film. <coughs> God, into the title. 
So instead of being called the Fantastic Four, it's called Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That doesn't Internet. even make sense. It doesn't. I. W- is it like in the middle of the word? Yeah, it's it. It's fant for stick. Did you not see the trailer? I just what I yeah, but it I, popped up at the end of the trailer. Oh god! But yeah, it's I you know I, that's one thing I never understood with Hollywood trailers and why they would insist on putting the number in the word. Uh huh. What happens if they make a fourth installment in the film? In the very, very unlikely event that this film is successful and they make, you know, three more sequels, yeah. is it going to be Fant 4 Stick 4? Cause that's Fant just, 4 Stick 5. That's just going to be hilarious. Alright, Fantastic Four trailer. Yeah. And apparently we're getting a new trailer with the Super Bowl. Good. Thank God. Yeah, because that's what everyone was asking for. You know that trailer that came out literally two days ago? You get another trailer whether you want it or not. <coughs> Which is fine because the movie comes out in, what, six months anyways? Yeah. It's not like it matters all that much. You know, I'm actually wondering if Marvel's going to advertise this film in any capacity. Because even with X-Men Days of Future Past... <clears throat> well, what do you mean Marvel? Marvel? Like in the comics? Like when they're playing teasers for their other films... One of the plethora of other Fantastic Four movies coming out at this point. Oh. Uh, or Marvel films coming out at this point. Um, I don't... Is that necessary? I don't think that's up to them. Yeah, because Marvel has... a distribution has, thing. Yeah, because Marvel has no faith in this film whatsoever, to my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they... I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, <clears throat> for the first time in its history... Marvel has pulled the Fantastic Four comic issue run off of shelves. Do you think that has to do with the movie? Because I, I think that so. that probably has to do with poor sales. I mean, I think it's a combination of poor sales and not wanting to be associated with this film at this point. Because it's gotten such pretty bad major press. Step. That, yeah. All right, here. Mm-hmm. Four. Fantastic. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why? Yeah. God. We're, we're actually, t- and I, on an unrelated note, we were talking about Take 3, and um, we were at the theater recently, and we were like, because the whole tagline for the movie is, it ends here, and we just looked at each other like, I fucking hope so. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. It ends here, we promise. <laughs> it ends here, we guarantee it. Or your money back. <laughs> if, I swear <coughs> to God, if I, if I end up spending money on Take 3, in, which I probably won't, and a fourth one comes back, I will legitimately... I swear <laughs> to God, I will go to this theater. I will go to the theater and demand my money back for the third film. And say, you promised me that it ended! <laughs> I swear to God, <clears throat> I will sue. Well, I mean, if someone can sue... Uh, for a fucking drive not having too much action in it I mean, I'm sure that'll happen what was the outcome of that did we ever find out the outcome of that I don't lawsuit? think we ever did we mentioned it like what 10 podcasts ago probably woman sues movie oh. 
This person apparently had hoped to that her appeal would turn into a class action suit. Jesus Christ. Well, she didn't email me. And I didn't see that movie in theaters. No, you didn't. We actually watched it recently. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I, yeah, it doesn't say. Uh, whatever. It's a great film. People are stupid. Yeah, well... I... Except, unless you're listening to this, in which means that prob- you're probably very intelligent and very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Send us uh, nudes. <laughs> which makes Please. no sense, because you're listening to two very unattractive, very dumb people speak for I don't know, 50% two hours. of us are really attractive. <laughs> I am super good-looking. <laughs> uh. Tyler Pino, Google him on Facebook. You'll see his very attractive profile picture. Google him on Facebook? What yeah, the fuck Google. does that mean? <laughs> Look him up on the internets. Google him on Facebook when you're serving Twitter and... <laughs> Posting on the Insta feed. <coughs> on the Vine chats and... On Google+. Plus, Is that a thing people actually use? Is Google Plus a thing? I hate a thing. People don't use it. <laughs> but... Actually, Google Glass are actually pulling it off shelves now. I don't really? I heard about that. Yeah. I didn't even know they were putting it on shelves. Yeah, no, it's been in stores, I want to say, since early 2014. I well, I knew that it was like available if you were a scout. Yeah, well, it was it was like available. A boy scout. It was available if you were interesting in any way, shape, or capacity. Uh, I'm I am all of those things, and um, did not get one. Yeah, well, again, refer to my prerequisites. Uh, and if you did, you would get like a pre-release copy. You'd have to pay something like two thousand dollars for it. Yeah, and then they also started selling their stores. Store. And now I believe. They're pulling it off of shelves in order to constantly improve it, so we might not get it back for, like, another two years. Why? I just want it now. I don't know. Michael. I don't... Order me a Google Glass. No. Please. Again, you have to follow the prerequisites. You have to be interesting in some way, shape, or capacity. Uh, You have to have a life, and you have to get use out of it. I'm pretty interesting. I have a life. Oh, I mean, uh, both points are debatable. Uh... But, no. I live in Manhattan. I'm an Other... interesting snowflake. Yeah. Which you apparently didn't know looked like an actual snowflake. No. Mr. Pino approached me a while back. And he was saying, you know, I never knew that, like, you know, those paper cutouts for snowflakes? It's not, not exactly actually what, what snowflakes look like. No, like, that's not exactly what I said. What I it's said pretty was close I didn't it. know until I was, like, ten that that's what snowflakes look like. I just It never occurred to me because I'm from fucking Florida. So the first time that I ever saw snow, I was like, oh, I didn't know they looked like this. Because it looks... I it didn't just know that they like look like a... the thing that they're supposed to fucking look like. Well, because when you see it in fucking movies and shit, they don't zoom in on that shit. You just see, like, white yes, dots. Yes, they do. Why wouldn't it just look like a fucking frozen raindrop? I, to- I don't know. I totally... I know. No, no. There's There's gotta be films growing up when you were... I don't know what, in the 40s when you Obviously were Obviously fucking up? not. Um... I've seen a lot of snow in a lot of movies, and I'd actually seen snow up until that point, but I'd never seen it, like, snow. I'd seen it on the ground, and I didn't see it, you know, snowfall until I was, like, ten. But um, just, So go suck a yeah, dick. But, yeah, no, it's, you know that thing that's well, Plus, a... it's really small. Even if you see it, like, walking down the street, you don't necessarily see it like that. Well, you have terrible eyesight, so <clears> I do, that's fault, fair but... enough, but... But, no, it's, I just, I found it hilarious. It's like, yeah, I never knew that snowflakes look like fucking snowflakes. Well, no, the idea to me was that that was, like, kind of just an artistic interpretation of it. It's like a raindrop doesn't actually look like a little, like, fucking half-heart with a smiley face in it. Yeah, it does. You haven't seen raindrops before, you <laughs> fuck? Look closer next time! Oh, sure. 
Take off your goddamn glasses. Yeah, Why good. are you so blind? I'm not wearing glasses. You, you probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. God, do we have anything else to talk about? I love how we started this. I just love how we started this podcast. Like we have nothing to talk about. We've been sitting here talking for two hours. An hour and five minutes, actually. Yeah. To be fair, it only feels like seven hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, every second with you just feels like it drags on. You know. Um. That's so sweet. <laughs> You're welcome. It's the most compassionate thing to come out of my heart today, other than probably a burp. Why are burps coming out of your heart? <laughs> Oh, there's you like really a, need to get that checked out. It's there was like a, an air bubble a, It's it. called a murmur that you need to... <laughs> that would be an embolism, an aortic embolism. You could die. Uh, fuck it. I, if anything were to kill me at this point, I don't care. What are you saying? You're fucking immortal? <clears throat> I'd, I honestly, anything could kill me at this point, which it can't. I've heard the words testicle and surgery uttered in the same sentence. It cannot get any worse for me. Yeah, that's true. It can. I can make it much, much worse for you. Well, you're in my life pretty much every day. I Human don't see how that centipede. could be any worse. What? <laughs> I'm just going to attach your mouth to the buttholes of all the other RAs. <laughs> what? But you're on the end. You're at the end of the centipede. See, in the actual movie, the Asian guy's in the front. It's not going to be the case this time. Uh, see, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen either of those films. I actually haven't you seen You know, I, there was this either. one really, really disturbing person in high school who would swear to God that The Human Centipede was the greatest movie ever made. Like, every class he'd... Every, I had him in algebra class, and I don't I don't know why, but every every time I'd see him in class, he'd come up to me and say, did you see The Human Centipede? Because it's, like, the best film ever made. And he was being completely serious, and I, I just... I, it's debatable. I, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's a debatable point, but there's a, I, no, no, I think when that movie was is coming it, out, I, it's at least in the top three of the best movies ever made. Yeah, is it behind Empire Strikes Back and Citizen Kane? Yeah, it's, it's that one. It's Empire Strikes Back and Citizen Kane, then the movie with the butthole sewed <laughs> onto the mouths. Oh God! So I, I, no, look it up. Look at the AFI list. That's exactly what it is. You're full of shit. No, seriously. Human Centipede's number three. I refuse to believe that. Go look it up right I now. I refuse to believe American that. American Film Institute. Is this the same institute that approved Transformers as a film? No. Because it's not a film. It's not a thing. It's not a thing at all. It doesn't even exist at this point. I have footage of your foot. For some reason, I was testing the camera. And you were talking... I don't remember who you were talking about, but you are like... It's the worst person to grace cinema since Michael Bay started making movies. And then, like, I just randomly zoomed in on your foot, and whatever the fuck we were watching on TV, like, there was this dramatic, like, bah! and it's my favorite thing in the world right now. I'll I show think, you after the podcast. You don't know well. what Tyler Pino's talking about. A couple months ago, we, uh, we worked on a short film. It's which, a porno. It was a porno. Um, yeah, it featured feet. But we rented out a Canon 7D. Co-directed by Quentin Tarantino. Co-directed by Quentin Tarantino. <coughs> and uh, we rented out a Canon 7D, and he was randomly taking pictures of me for three days trying to figure out how the camera works. So Well, he, uh, for the first day. And yeah, then the, the second day, that was just for my personal collection. Yeah. Uh, he made me, like, put lotion in a basket. It was really, mm-hmm. really awkward. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so apparently he has a bunch of photos on his computer of me, which is very, very disturbing and uh, off-putting and kind of freaky and if anyone can help me 
help rescue me from this situation, I would be very, very much appreciative. No, it can't be done, because I'm just going to edit that part out. <laughs> uh, please save me. That part, too. Please save me. Oh, I'm going to keep going until it gets in there somewhere. Sure. Alright, but... I don't know what else we have to talk about. There's really... Football. I mean, there's, <laughs> football's a thing, right? Is that a thing that we can talk about? I don't <laughs> fucking... That's the one with the net, right? Yeah, there's, uh... They're like broomsticks. Uh-huh. And, uh... Bed knobs. There's what? Bed knobs and broomsticks. It's a bed knob. I don't know. It's the name of a movie. Yeah. You know what I always actually did find sports interesting is, uh... You know those things that they used to simulate landmines in Saving Private Ryan? It's like a compressed air cannon buried in the sand. Uh-huh. And, you know, someone steps over it and, boom, like, you know, they get yeah. shot four feet up into the air. Sure. See, I always thought it'd be very, very entertaining if you got a football field and just randomly line those, like, at different points of the move, at different points of the field. So you could have a game being played and all of a sudden someone would be making a run for, like, what the, the drop zone is mm-hmm. what it's called. Uh,. The LZ, uh, and they just fucking get shot up in the air by this fucking <laughs> air cannon. I mean, originally my idea was landmines, but then probably no one would play, so air cannons works fine. It, it'd be like that scene from The Dark Knight Rises where Bane obliterates a football stadium, and oh. it, it'd just be as entertaining as that, I would hope. Yeah, what did they build that fucking football stadium over? They actually shot it in the Pittsburgh football stadium. Did they blow it up? Uh, no, they didn't blow it up. They actually put, uh... An additional like four feet of dirt and grass over the existing field, and then blew that up. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Yep. Christopher Look. Nolan's very much into practical effects. That's why when they film that scene, it's gonna be the second time then that the Pittsburgh Steelers have served as Gotham's football team. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, because I believe that they did the same thing for Batman Five Superman, because that was like one of the first things that they shot uh, was this football game because. I don't know. Why not? <laughs> yeah. But, uh... They also... Didn't they mention uh, Central City? Yeah. In the Dark Knight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Metropolis team, they're red and blue, and then Gotham is gold and black, which is... The no, no, they, they, they said it was color. like the Central City Chargers or Central City Rapids or something. The Central City Butt Munchers. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but no, that's the thing. Uh... When is Batman 5 Superman coming out? It's next year, right? It's fucking like six years from now. I don't know. Six years from now? They pushed it back again. Again? It's gonna come out in the year 2025. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I, it's getting hard for me to care at this point anymore. Like, it really is. Mm-hmm. I want to care. I want to believe. You know, I just watched... Um... I, I want to believe, but Zack Snyder directing it doesn't instill me with an abundance of hope. Yeah. He's the greatest director of our generation. No, it's uh, Christopher Nolan. Uh, what were you saying? Oh, right, yeah, that was the... Uh, I watched an episode of The X-Files with the Brady Bunch in it. What? Yeah, it was one of the last episodes of The X-Files, uh, which is all on Netflix, which is great. Um, well, I mean, the first couple episodes are great. Really? That's that's your that's your argument? Yeah. The first couple episodes? Yeah, first couple episodes are great. Dude. It doesn't start getting good till like, season three. Yeah. Seasons two and three were the best. Uh, you know it's a good show? Twin Peaks. Much better than X-Files. I don't believe that's on Netflix. Debatable. 
And no, it's it might not. Be on Netflix. No, I don't think it is. Alright. If it is, go watch it. If it's not, go illegally download it and watch it. I've seen Twin Peaks. You haven't? I have. Oh, you have? Okay. I've been around much longer than you. Yeah. Anyways, what were you saying Dude, about X Files? I, I, the, one of the last episodes had. It's about a guy that uh, is obsessed with the Brady Bunch, and he manifests them in his house in reality. And I don't know, I was really high on cough medicine when I was watching it, and I was just like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening on the X-Files? <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it was written by um, Vince, what's his name? Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. From Breaking Bad. Sounds... Vince Gillian. Vince Gillian, yeah. Really? Well, he's he was you know one of the main writers on the X Files, but he wrote most of the best episodes, and he wrote that one. Um, Does that constitute as one of the best? No, (laughs) one of the most interesting, to be sure. It opens with these two guys getting drunk outside of a house. He's like that. That's it. It's the house that they used to shoot the Brady Bunch, Um, and it's this one-story house, and you're just like this guy. What? What are you even talking about on this television show right now? And then he's like, yeah, I delivered a pizza there the other day. And the guy was being all secretive about it. But I looked, I saw, um, past his shoulder, and I could see the interior of the Brady Bunch house. And they go in, and it's totally the Brady Bunch house. And then, like... Oh, they break in? Yeah. They literally just walk in the front door, which isn't locked. Um, and then they start walking around. And the Brady Bunch. Kills I believe him. no. In the, like they start making all kinds of references. Like that's it. It's 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 the lamp that uh, Peter breaks. And Mom always said, "Don't See, this is unrealistic at this point because I don't think anyone can reference the Brady Bunch and not like have to talk like it's, it was a national disaster." Yeah. No, I think circa nineteen ninety five they might have, but um. No, that came out. That would have been like in the early two thousands because this was the last X-Files, one. Yeah, last episodes of the X Files. Well, X Files came out in ninety three. It did. What was up with the sh- like? They had the shittiest light, like flashlights, yeah. ever in that mm-hmm. show. Like it would, it Coffee would illuminate like a two inch diameter. Yeah, it was the worst piece of shit ever made. You think eventually, um, after what happens in the pilot, you'd think that they'd learn to bring flashlights and backup flashlights and all kinds of things, but they never do. Yeah. Did you actually ever watch, like, the, uh... God, it came out in, like, 2010? No, not 2010. Actually, it might have been. The X-Files movie? Yeah. That um, had literally nothing to do with the X-Files? Yeah, they made a Monster of the Week X-Files movie that had nothing to do with the fucking plot of the actual series. Was there even a Monster of the Week? There was no monster in the movie. Do you remember the movie? The the one with the pedophile priest? Was that what it was about? I remember someone was decapitated. They're like, no, but yeah. they're decapitated, he's like but they're a, still alive. He's like a psychic. Um, yeah, yeah. And they have to go with him, and he solves a murder. It, 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 I, I it, 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 it blows my mind that they made that movie so, yeah. much after, so much later. Like, the first X-Files movie was awful, but at least it was... It was connected to X-Files yeah, in some like, capacity. At least tried to, you know, deal with the mythology. And they had the smoking man, and he's smoking from a trach ring. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that was a thing that happened. I went back and I watched the pilot, um, because it was on Netflix, like I said, and I forgot that he was in the first episode. I was like, oh yeah, he was always the thing. Yeah. <coughs> I really, I should probably go back and watch that. I don't have the, no, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, I know watching that series is going to end with me just being disappointed and embittered, so, no. 
Yeah, I mean, if it had a really solid ending, but I don't know. Get nostalgic for that show. X Files, check why, it out. Why do you get nostalgic for it? It's like it was on when you were fifty. Yeah, right. Because I used to masturbate to it. Yeah. Sometimes they showed the Brady Bunch. <laughs> why didn't you just watch the Brady Bunch? You did. No one watched the Brady well, Bunch. You can't watch the Brady Bunch every day, all the time. Yeah, change it up. Watch X Files featuring watch the Brady X- Bunch. <laughs> featuring the Brady Bunch. It was creepy. They go upstairs. I'm sure your fucking roommate was creeped out. Like, are you masturbating? Just, <laughs> he didn't even ask anymore. I'm just like. <laughs> Our nightly ritual. <laughs> At which point the Brady Bunch was still on screen. Yeah. Oh god, I feel so terrible for your roommate. <laughs> um Yeah. Well, I'm Jan Gomez. I'm Tyler Pino. Tell him Steve Dave. <laughs>